got so little time But I feel like you knew me I keep my mouth shut but Think they'll see right through me As it's all been one big loss Hell, it's all because of us If only they knew me The way that you knew me Well, it all has been left up everyone and welcome back to another episode of Dog's Best Friend. I am your host Beej. I hope everybody has been well and I do apologize straight off the bat for not having an episode out for a while. I've had a lot of um, crazy little things go on in my life. Uh, all Some to do with dogs, some to do with my little two-legged who has had a couple of issues and unfortunately I've spent a little bit of time in the uh, children's emergency ward but um, yeah, this is a podcast about dogs, so we'll leave that for somewhere else um, because I don't really feel like tearing up today. So, I took... Um, this is just going to be a little bit of a short episode and uh, for, unfortunately I haven't had time to organise a Dog of the Week either, so I do apologise, but hey, at least we're getting some free audio out and into your ears. So, I took the wonderful Stixie boy out for a walk the other day, as I do every um, Sunday. Now, I started to write this out as a bit of a um, ranty tweet or whatever, but I I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do a short episode about it instead, because it's much more than however many characters I'm actually allowed to use on Twitter. So... I took him down to the cafe where I go and get coffee with him every Sunday morning and have done for pretty much the last two years, which is the entirety of his life. And I have worked very hard at um, the cafe-style training that um, I do preach a lot of, uh, because without having that nice cafe-style dog, you it's very hard to get the other, you know, sits, drops, comes when called because the, the chill-out dog that can just watch the whole world um, just float by without necessarily having to interact with every little single thing, it's much easier to get them to focus on those smaller uh, cues that everyone thinks is the most important, but realistically, it's just that being able to watch. So, I take uh, sticks down to my regular cafe to get my coffee in the morning with him like I like to do because it's just the me and him time. And there is a family sitting in my regular spot. Look, I'm not that guy. I'm not going to be like, hey, this is my spot. Move, blah, blah, blah. So I just put Stixie in another spot while I go inside and order my coffee. So I have done this with sticks a lot. The guys down there know him and he is at the point now where he doesn't necessarily have to be tied up. He will just lay down and, you know, a dog will walk past or a person will walk past. And even if they do that, you know, thing that a lot of people still do, which you should never really do, uh, approach and pat directly on the head a dog that you don't know, (laughs) he will just still chill out there and just not interact. A lot of people think he's being rude, but he's just being really well behaved. And so... As I'm coming out from ordering my coffee, because I like to order it and then go outside and wait with the boy, I'm getting the 
death stare by uh, the male owner of this other dog that's sitting there in our regular spot. And I'm like, wow, this this guy's like throwing some hate at me. What is happening here? And if Sticks was to have barked, I would hear him. He has a deep, loud, ferocious sounding bark, which can be quite intimidating. But um, he definitely did not bark because, like I said, would have heard it. And then um, this guy's all huffy and scoffy and just, just glaring at me. I'm just like, what? Like, he hasn't moved. I was keeping an eye on him. And besides that, if he does, there is some outside staff there that, that know his cues to get him to drop again or they can comfortably go over and ask him to sit and tie him up if they need to. Because, like I said, two years, they've seen it in action and they've done it here and there for me. Like, they might have walked over and given him some water and he's decided, yeah, I'm going to follow you. So, they'll take him back and put him in. And they've got the little spot there at the cafe that I store some treats at. And, you know, all that sort of thing. But anyway, so this guy's looking at me and I was like, what is your problem, mate? Like, I, I, I might look like a rough nugget, but I'm a pretty nice guy. So, then I hear this whimpering, like the, um, he had this really, really cute little uh, English staffy. And I hear this whimpering under the table, uh, and it's and then he gets really angry, um, and he's like, "No, stop it! Don't do that!" And then just staring at me, I'm just like, "What is going on?" So I put two and two together. His dog wanted to interact with my dog. There is nothing wrong with that. I mean, obviously they're dogs. That's what they want to do. And his dog has not been taught the whole watching the world go by. So, of course, in his eyes, his dog's the best thing in the world. I don't blame him. My dog's the best thing in the world in my eyes. But he's blaming my dog for his dog's reaction to my dog. Now, yes, if Styx was just laying there barking, wolfing, crying, doing whatever, uh, staring directly at this other dog, you know, that'd be a different story. But Styx is just laying there on his back, tongue hanging out of his head, just chilling. Uh, and this other dog, it's, it whinges, it tries to go forward, and the owner wrenches it back and has a go at it and gives it a tap on the nose. All these things are making it worse because it's, it's getting a reaction to everything it does. So it's like, okay, slowly, if I keep doing this, I'm going to get the reaction I want. So the dog keeps going because the owner is reacting. So I can't go and approach that guy and be like, hey, would you like to learn how to do this? Because he's already in that state of mind where he's better than everybody else, he knows everything, and his dog is the best thing in the world, which is fine. I'm not going to bother approaching that guy because that is a waste of my time. But what I am going to do instead is talk to you guys out there and let you guys know the best thing to do in that situation. Is your dog the dog that wants to just stare at the other dogs and go and interact when you go out to a cafe or go and grab a coffee or try to sneak out for a morning breakfast? Uh, If you answer no, then good work. You've done really good at um, getting your dog nice and relaxed in the public, which is brilliant. And um, I I find a lot of the sort of smaller dogs, people tend to not do it as much. And that's purely because it's easier for them to physically control the dog. Whereas I hang out with a lot of the larger dogs like Leonbergers, Bernese Mountain Dogs, uh, Giant Size Labradors. That sort of thing. Um, And the long-haired German Shepherds. uh, All the bigger dogs. Um, So the owners that I am with generally have to have that calm, relaxed dog. Otherwise, they can't 
physically control their dog. You, you imagine for just uh, Kitty, for example. You imagine a almost seventy kilo dog deciding. You know what? I'm going over there to see that dog. It's going to be pretty damn hard to restrain it. So you need to make sure that her relaxed uh, training is in action. So when Kitty goes, hey, what's that over there? You can instantly bang reward marker for paying attention to that and then getting her back over, laying down, doing whatever. So that's basically where I'm going with this. We've all, we all have all picked our reward markers, whether it be word base, clicker base, whatever. Um, and so now we're at that point where we've been rewarding our dogs for things that we like, which, you know, we've spoken about uh, and I hope you're all doing. So when you start to go to these cafes and things like that, obviously don't leave them unattended at first. Get someone to come with you um, and just go order the coffee or whatever. So that way, what you want to do is get your dog set up for success so that way they can actually interact with nothing. Um, So sit at the cafe, the dog looks at the waiter staff the wait staff, sorry, uh, and bang, reward mark there. So dog looks at the wait staff, okay, feed the dog. Um, dog looks at the little kid running past, all crazy because they've just had a baby Chino. Okay, reward mark the dog. A high driven dog walks past and it just wants to interact with your dog. It's pulling on the owner's lead, it's, it's going, <laughs> choking itself out trying to get to it, your dog. Bang, reward mark the second your dog looks at that dog. And because that is a really high, high, high level of interaction that's wanting to happen there, you want to be, okay, feed, okay, feed, okay, feed, okay, feed. You want to make sure that when your dog's relaxed, that good things come out. So take some extra things with you when you go to the cafe. Don't use your regular day-to-day food or training treats or whatever. You go into the cafe, you're going to be taking shredded roast chicken and turkey. A dog walks past and your dog looks at that dog, bang, tick, you get roast chicken. So what's going to happen if you keep this up and you keep successful at it? These dogs are going to walk past. Your dog's going to be like, whatevs, give me the roast chicken and then look at you instead. So once this starts happening, of course you're going to give them the roast chicken. But you can slowly feather it out though. Dog looks at you, oh, good boy, good girl, well done. Give them a few pats. They look back at the dog, tick, and give them some roast chicken. If you say that reward marker, food must appear. So just remember that, guys. The more you use the reward marker, the more successful it's going to be. So anyway, I was thinking about that guy a lot and I just wanted to touch base and be like, okay, so clearly like my dog wasn't the problem there because he was just laying there doing nothing. But I was the jerk in his eyes because my dog was off lead, chilling out, doing nothing. And in his mind, that's making his dog go crazy. I understand that your dogs are very important to you guys, but don't be that guy. If there's some, if there's a dog that your dog is trying to get to, and your dog might not regularly like try to get to other dogs or things like that, it just could be something about this dog. Use it as a training session. Wow. Okay. So your dog doesn't normally go for other dogs, but it's going to go for this dog. Now, when I say go for, I mean just go and play with. 
So, you know when your dog is about to do something. I mean, you know your dog pretty damn well. They'll, the lead might get a bit tension, a bit of tension on it. Uh, they'll stand stiff. They're just going to stare more than they normally stare. They'll start sniffing uh, intensely. They, their hat, tail might stop going side to side and start going up, down, side, side, up, down, side, side, up, down, side, side, doing the little helicopter. Jump straight into a training session. Reward them for standing still and not doing anything. In that scenario, if you ask your dog to sit and they don't sit, they're way too distracted. Stand in front of your dog. You stand in between the dog and the other dog and you just do a couple of quick looks that we taught our dogs recently and then just uh, ask them to sit from there. And then keep paying them for not doing anything. That is how you end up with a dog like mine who is just chilling out at the cafe. There's a dog whinging and barking at him and he is not doing a single thing. And that's what we all want. I hear so many people out there going, oh my God, how did you get your dog to do what your dog does? Oh, that's amazing. And I start to explain it. And you can see people going, oh, that sounds like a bit of hard work. It's not. It's like a, like five minutes a day, if that, sometimes when I was started up. And it was just as simple as, oh, wow, there's a person jogging. I'm just going to reward my dog. That was not hard. Someone just slammed the car door in the street and my dog became alert. I'm going to reward my dog. Not hard. It is really easy to keep positive training and positive reinforcement up when your dog is doing nothing, which is what we all want. Because then, if your dog is being barked at or being whinged at or, God forbid, being growled at, you can quite easily recall your dog to come to you because... They're not faced by it. You've taught them, ah, cool. Voices are raised, dogs, you know, high stimulus dog there. Cool, I'm not going to interact. So if your dog is constantly not worried about much and chilled out, they're going to come back. And this works with other dogs as well, like dogs that, you know, don't, like dogs that have anxiety and things like that. If you keep up that positive reinforcement, it definitely helps with that as well. So just something to keep in mind, guys. At the cafe, be sticks. Don't be this other guy. <laughs> um, and then, of course, so I, I did the right thing. And when I was finished, I got my coffee. And I walked around where I would normally walk through. Um, just because I like to... I only like to walk through because there's people eating bacon and all sorts of stuff there. And they all want to touch him. And it's really, really, really awesome to just walk through with a nice loose lead and the dog you know, by your side, just looking up at you going, hey, dad, what's going on? It, just, it makes you feel like a king. So, guys, do that. Get that, um, you know, relaxed training and that training it at the cafes and places where you want your dogs to, to chill out and the kids' football games and stuff like that. Um, so, like I said, no dog of the week this week, guys, but um, I am Beige and you can find me at Dogs BF Pod, or you can um, check the show notes and shoot me through questions to your to the Gmail there. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll read all the questions and I'll answer all the questions. Uh, sometimes I do it privately because some people don't want to um, air their problems with their dog. Uh, and sometimes people do want me to. Uh, it could just be something fun you want to do with your dog. Like I've said in the past, it's not all about just training. It's lifestyle as well. Like you have a dog, it's family. You want to do things with that dog. I want. I take my dog everywhere I can. And I will continue to take my dog everywhere I can. Even places where dogs are, are banned, I had to go to a, um, 
uh, hardware store the other day and uh, there's a clear sign at the front says no dogs I walk in and I'm like hey man do you mind if I get my dog out of the car and bring him in and he's like oh you know I don't I don't mind how, how big is he I'm saying oh you know 43 kilos ooh yeah I don't mind but the boss might have an issue just just bring it in and don't ask and you can just get stared at instead I'm just like oh not really comfortable with that but whatever so I went and got him and I've come back into the hardware store and the big owner is standing there and I've just gone hey mate do you mind if I just bring my dog in um, just to look at some things and just use it as a training session and he goes oh looks down at Sticks and Sticks is just sitting there like can I come into the store sir and he goes uh, he's pretty well behaved isn't he I'm like yeah well you know, we're working on it new environments that sort of thing and he goes oh yeah cool oh yeah take him in thanks for asking not many people ask they just bring them in and then I have to tell them to leave. And I was like, all right, cool. So Sticks got to hang around in the hardware store, uh, come and look at some power tools with me, which was really cool because he doesn't get to go into a lot of the hardware stores, um, which was fantastic because he, I, I learned that he was a bit unsure about mannequins. Who would have thought? So, of course, I used that mannequin as a training session, and within a minute, he's okay with mannequins. So, guys, put that reward market in place use it for everything that you like your dog doing even if that means they're not doing anything because everybody likes a dog that's not doing anything oh look at that dog he's just laying there doing nothing everyone can respect the dog that does nothing um but again everyone also loves the dog that plays fetch runs around bees crazy but you need to have that in between so, uh, yeah, hit me up on all the places. I have been Beach. Guys, have yourselves a beautiful week with your dogs. Uh, sorry for the late episodes. Again, uh, the two-legged's all healthy now, so hopefully we'll have some uh, fresh content out weekly. And I have next week's episode already planned. Hopefully I can get a Dog of the Week in time. Guys, go and enjoy yourselves. Have a blast, and I will see you all soon. Bye for now. Oh,